Hello and welcome back to the 38th installment of the We the Patriots Media Podcast. I am Andrew Grasso. I'm going to be co-hosting along today with Mr. Salvatore Sante. Got a lot What's to up, talk buddy? about today. Um, Dude, I say we hop right into it. What do you think? Dude, these little kids across the street are there's, about to catch there's a li- beat. There's little kids right outside this window. This window's open because we just <laughs> this room. And that's it. All right. All right, so anyways, so we just closed no, the window. that's taken, taken care of. That's taken care of. All right, so, yeah, let's hop right into it. Um, Dude, what, what do we got in the docket today? It's been, ooh, I got a squeaky chair today. Yep. That'll be enjoyable. So, it's been a little bit since you've been on. It has What's been. What's on your mind? Um, a lot that's not necessarily relevant to what this podcast is about. So, Dude, podcast whatever the fuck you want it to be. Well, I, let, let's start with some politics. That's, 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 that's the, what you want to talk about? All right, that's, what do you that's, got? That's the, that's the root of this, this show. Okay. So, so what, what kind of politics do you want to talk, Mr. Andrew? Trump indictments. Trump indictments. Dude, okay. They seem like they're coming out like deck of cards. There was more yesterday. Every day. It's unbelievable. Yeah. How, I'm, I'm going to Google how many he's up to now. How many indictments So while you're Googling that, I want I just want to know what your thought is just in general on what the game plan is behind... So many. I think I talked about it in my last solo show, but what'd you think? Well, first of all, it says now he's up to 78 criminal charges. That's what one, That's what Bloomberg is saying. Um, that's a number. That's absurd. That's a number. That's absurd. That is absolutely absurd. 78? That is a... I'm sorry, but this is scary. This is scary because, I mean, at this point, this is, it's obvious that this is an attempt to suppress the opposition by the bureaucracy and by a certain political faction. That's just, that's what this is at this point. Do you think it's cover up for what's been covering, coming out on Biden? I think so. I think that has to, has to do a lot with it. And I think it's definitely, I don't know if that's the primary reason, Mm. but I think it's definitely a reason for them to keep pushing, just keep slapping because it, on. it only just like it only helps with it only helps them in yeah. what they're trying to do. Yeah, and one thing like like they complement each other basically. Like they, like they they suppress Trump even more. The one thing that I do, the one characterization I love of Trump, and this comes from uh, Shapiro. This is one of my favorite characterizations that there is. Is he says that the more mud you sling at Trump, yeah. he's a mud monster. <laughs> so he just just becomes more muddy. And he just gets more and more into the thick of it. Like, Pretty much, yeah. So the more indictments that you're throwing, like, you've already soured this apple. He's already been labeled as criminal, yeah. according to you guys. Yeah, according the more to you, some people. The more, so the more you, you add you on it, to the it. More, it. Yeah, I mean, the more he's just going to not embrace it, but use it to his advantage Correct. to actually come out better in the end. And I think, what's that called? Being anti-fragile or where you don't get hurt under times of pressure. You yeah. actually, like, you're a diamond and you... You're a diamond pressure, under pressure. You, you, Correct. Yeah, you become a diamond under pressure. Correct. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what Trump is, man. Yeah, so that's what it's looking like. And the, the problem is you keep giving him more and more opportunities to shine. If you just shut up and try to make him make the moves, that's when he seems to make the mistakes. When he has to force the action and go on the offense yep. and come up with material, that's when he just comes up with stuff out of his out of left field, out of his ass, because he doesn't, he doesn't actually have great concrete ideas about policy coming from his head. He enacts it based off of the opposite 
of who's coming at him, like personally. That's True. how he directs his. I moves. mean, that's that's a fair point, actually. Like that's how he directs maybe his policy, but maybe that's because he he sees pa- policies outwardly that haven't worked out so well. And Correct. Like, maybe he identifies Correct. certain ones, like say um, immigration, for example. Well, he sees right. that open borders are quite dangerous. In fact. Um, Correct. And then he kind of puts that at the forefront. Especially more so than the president message. that we have. Oh, yeah. And the presidents that are running oh, yeah. just otherwise. But, like, he, yeah. he identifies that as a core issue, so he puts that at the, like, the forefront of his message. Right. You know, immigration reform, border security. But, no, I mean, I think if you were to ask him about something that maybe isn't as contentious, uh, I think he'll still have... He will still have an opinion mm. on it. And I think mm-hmm. he'll... He's the kind of person who does have reasonable solutions for things. So I, I think if you were to ask him about something like, you know, something not as not as politically like, charged, like, yeah, like, uh, right. or just something that's not as much of an issue now. Like, mm. so six years ago, gay marriage was still a big issue. Like, right. Not really in today's, you know. Right. If you were to ask him about that, like, he would still give his stance on it and with reasons why not just because he's right you know, but that's because it's i agree because yeah. he still been, has his reasons it's system. not just you know he thinks for himself is what i'm trying to get at like he's not just going to have his advisors give him okay. everything so let's get off of trump because i got a question on biden before yeah. we move on do you think he gets he, in my opinion there's no reason why he should not be impeached already his son is being charged under his own doj with federal crimes like at that point it seems like you're you're kind of got a conflict of interest that can't be avoided i don't yes and i agree but i don't know if a conflict of interest is either a high crime or misdemeanor that would be grounds for impeachment no it's more of a you need to resign it's more of a his party needs to come to that so my question to you is does any of that happen no because they i don't think think so they still think that biden is the their path in 2024 and the only way to keep Trump out of office again. So by making that concession at this point, I mean, if they were going to do it, now's the time to do it. Because right. people do have short memories, right. especially in you know America. Um, right, but you need at least some time for I don't Kamala know, to build steam for campaign. To build some steam, too, which because is why now you, I'm saying... They're not going to back up now, RFK. Now would, be, now would be the time for Biden to resign if he was going to do it, but, right. but they're not. He won't. Doing He's that too, too close to the election. He's for the family, man. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's doing that too family. close to the election. That's going to have massive repercussions. Correct. Um, you're pretty much guaranteed. You're actually committing election suicide at that point. Correct. That. So now you're, would be the time to do it. But, um, I mean, he's already announced his intention to run again. So Correct. that's not changing. Um, he, yeah, I mean, he's, I just, I don't, I don't think he's going to resign. Uh, I'm not seeing that. I don't think so either. I was just um, wanted to bring up the question. Yeah. No, so um, I think it ties into what's going on with Trump. I mean, Trump's going to be old when he goes into second term, dude, if he makes it. Like, but he's going to be old. mentally much more fit, younger. More fit. Um, but that doesn't, in my head, make it any more calming, the fact that we have really an octogenarian going into office. It's, I don't, it doesn't really bother it's me. It's kind of. If it's uh, going to be Trump who's not showing his age as much as Biden is. Now, if he starts showing a cognitive decline to the uh, extent that Biden has, then, yeah. You're I'm talking about a different human that. being. I have, an, I, have an issue, I have an issue with that regardless of political party. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just my, my I, problem with the whole thing is I don't want either of those guys in there. Yeah, I, I want someone that's more... Uh, 
more up for the job mentally, physically, yeah. and just in every way, shape, or form. And is not dirty at all. I don't want any mud on you. I want someone fresh slate. Well, when you think about it, what legitimate mud? It all comes from the mud factory on the other side. It all comes from like, the mud factory speaking, on the other side. Like, you it can does make not... arguments that he's acted unethically, yeah. which is well, very the document different. stuff is the only thing that I've seen so far that has merit. That maybe because he just acted that like has an merit idiot ethically or pol- uh, legally. No, just legally. He acted like an idiot and took the stuff that he shouldn't have taken and refused to give it back when requested and avoided all loopholes and lied and. That's where you get in trouble. Like, well, no, that's I don't. It. I don't know if he was asked to return all of it. Mm-hmm. And he was asked, and his counsel was providing information that it was either on its way or it had been lost, and in fact, it had been at Mar-a-Lago. So, like, well, maybe it was lost. Or, just there is it. alleged clear evidence. Obviously, this stuff would have to go in front of a court. So, to was, become, what's the alleged clear evidence? That's it. That there was mishandling. That they have proof of mishandling of his documents in his residence. Stuff that he reportedly refused but really like oh that stuff i don't i don't have that stuff what are you talking about when he full well knew it was in maybe, his well, maybe he didn't with the amount of the amount of it's logistics possible, involved with moving out of it's possible like that, but he's on, something like that could fall through it's possible but he's on tape talking about it so it's hard really? to yeah so it's hard to talk like okay, there's a lot so of then, different linking stuff and there's a lot there's a lot of like like I said, allegedly, you need to see it in front of a court so that the evidence is fully presented. So it's stuff. Well, that's if you need links to, you know, try and get merit on something, um, that shows you right there how weak it is. But realistically, he did the same thing that a Biden or a Clinton it, already let me did ask and you took this, stuff, and home. that's exactly where I was going next. So, that's, but if, that's the political question. If, Legally, he did do something. He wrong. did do something wrong. Yeah, and this is where we're going to make the distinct distinction. Correct. If he legally committed a crime. Correct. So did Obama. The biggest one that so you point Bush. to is the biggest one you point so to is Clinton. Is Clinton. The biggest one you point to is so Clinton. So was the Bush the before bag. him. Yes. All of them and are so guilty. Reagan. But the most provable one that was in front of the American public that they just washed away was Clinton. Yeah. There's a direct comparison and he's even on tape saying it'd be real fun to do just what like Trump Clinton was. Did. No, but the, Trump was on tape saying real fun to do what Clinton got away with. Yeah. Like and that's in the subpoena. Like, yeah. it's in, oh, yeah. the do- in the document. So, all I'm saying is, legally, maybe that, and that's legally, my opinion, it's all allegedly, fair so you, you need it to be proven, but it, it looks like he's fried. Like, he absolutely committed the crime that they're saying, in the documents case. Not, I'm not yeah. talking about anything else. But outside of that... Outside of the documents case? Yeah. But even, but even but, with the documents case... But that case, doesn't, but that every doesn't president mean... president has committed that horrid correct. crime. But that doesn't mean that you prosecute him for that and obviously what carries along with that or at least i hope i don't have to say obviously but obviously is the rest of the stuff that's coming up whole cloth out of a lot of investigations that came previously that are dead ends that stuff is unethical yeah that's Indeed. just unethical. Yeah. I, yeah and and you're starting to get that look of like banana republic style where you're each each one that gets elected goes after the one that just came out well speaking and of banana republic Speaking of the point of what we were discussing earlier of mm. why are they doing this? Mm. Why are they prosecuting him and not the others? Just think about it. Well, someone has control of the levers of power, right? And that's something it's because I was talking they don't about. want him back in that's power. That's something I was talking about a lot with Faison, and I think that's a huge point. They don't want him back in power, yeah. and that's the only reason he's being prosecuted for this. 
That is so, the only reason. You think, at, at this point, you think that he's, do you think he's the best candidate for 2024, in your opinion? For the Republican side? No, in general. Yeah, it's, you know, there, there's a lot, there is a lot to that question. Mm. Um, overall, I want to say yes, with okay. like a 60-40, you know, certainty. Like, I'm a little over halfway, like, sure that, yes, he is the best at this particular point in time. And I say that just because of the almost, in a way, incumbency advantage. Like, he right. never he never was. It, it's almost like he was, in a, in a way, because of the media right. that he's gotten. Do he's almost been in the news. He's been in the news every day. He's they been in the news him. every day So, now. in a yeah. way, that's almost like an incumbency advantage that he does have. Correct. He has the name recognition. Yeah. Um, people, he has a very, very strong base still. But you're looking at him politically, though, but I'm asking yeah. just your opinion base. Like, for, remove the point of, like, winning aside. Like, the be, you put forth the best candidate. Have you seen anybody that goes above him? There's, you know, again, that's hard, too, because there's only one Like, have Trump. you heard that guy, Vivek? Yeah, I like him a lot. I like him a lot, too. I like, like I lot. would say, like, he is well more fit to run the country. I would say, and so I would too. rather try him the, than Trump the, at this the point. The thing that doesn't mean he's going to personality-wise, sure, but that doesn't mean he's just gonna, he's he's he's, you know, he's intellectually energized. He he's one of those like Trump who doesn't seem to to get tired. He's clear. Right. He's concise. So maybe in some ways that's an advantage over Trump. Mm-hmm. But Trump, the way he speaks is not as intellectual or sophisticated because that's just well, more it's also he's a little brute, bit more combative he's brunt and to can, the point um it can gain a lot if you're combative and too. that's what i like yeah a that's, lot of people like that that's too. part of what i like yeah. about him so yeah viviek doesn't have that as mm-hmm. much um he's still very firm he's still very very intellectual well, he's firm and he's intellectually backed he, he yeah, backs oh, yeah. it up more with intelligence rather intelligence than with brute, ba- brute force yeah. exactly yeah. so that's the difference between between him and Trump, and I think, um, I think they're complementary approaches. Mm-hmm. Almost like it, he would be a good vice presidential candidate mm-hmm. because he he brings the intellect, Trump brings sure. the bruteness, and the um, just the boldness and the strength. And what about and RFK? Uh, I like RFK. I like him a lot. Have you heard him? Did you hear him speak on Jerry? It was good. No, I did not listen. to Oh, him. dude. So I only saw clips of him. So I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. It sounds too good to be true. Like, yeah. listen to, I think it was two and a half hours on Rogan. I actually heard him talk, and it's, it's you know, he's got whatever his speech issue is. Yeah. that he, It's tough for him to totally get out. Yeah, it sounds like he's, but listen, if you can, once you're 30 minutes in, you start to forget about that. You're listening to the content. Obviously. Oh, yeah, you're listening to the... You're way past... It's like listening yeah. to a harsh British accent. No, I, I've, I've still... It's, I've listened to him. Yeah. I just haven't l- watched the JRE episode. It it exposed me to the fact that he can very well defend his positions and go in many directions if asked yeah. random questions like we're doing right here. Yeah. And he can handle that scenario, and it's just interesting. Um I'm not saying that he would be better than Trump, but what I am saying is, as a candidate, if you need something that's not Trump, but you're not voting Biden, it's at least, he seems like he's for America. And that's, at the heart of it, that's what matters the most. I don't know why he calls himself a Democrat. I think he does it just to stay true to his blood, like quite literally. Probably. Um, I think so. Like he's too too proud of it. That's strictly a semantic. 
But he's too proud of what his idea of what a Democrat used to be. He's too proud of it, and he stands for too much, and I think that's why. I I agree, and I which to be fair, like that's a hill to die on for him, and like it's not a bad. He's going to be the only one. He's going to be the only one. But it's not a bad hill to die on. No, it's not because like it's not like he's he's the last pathway to what the Democratic Party used to be. Right. Um, him and Joe Manchin, I would say, are the right. only two uh, who but they can at parties least, yet. You can at least have someone look up to that, I yeah. think, if he follows through with the campaign, True. even if he loses, and he can yeah. be dignified in that. But what really is going to happen that the media is scared of is because they will not support him. No. Oh, just like Trump in the 2016. media will not support him, which is weird, though, because in 2016, the media did prop up Trump for a bit. And then they, of course, started going after him hard when he was starting to get. I don't know. Closer. They propped him up, but they just kind of laughed. They, they, were, they laughed him. Up. They laughed. Correct. They always gave him airtime. Correct. Just a they matter of whether time. or not it was them laughing at him, like right. when he first announced his presidency. No, but they directly, versus the one they saw him building. Momentum, but they would directly that's when have him on attacking shows. him. They would actually directly have him on shows, on interviews as yep. as much as they could, and then they started reeling back from that yep. as he started becoming more clear cut, more candidate, candidate. and it became oh, yeah. more of a sling rather or than like RFK a is none of that. And what's interesting? No, they're staying twenty feet away. Oh yeah, they don't want to touch him for with a ten yep. feet pole. They want well, to act like he doesn't exist. Yeah. They're like, who is that guy? Well, maybe they learned their lesson from the twenty sixteen cycle and while Trump was president. I think what because, they know is is they need to commit so hard to Biden or else they're done. Like well, he's going. Well, that's part to, of what I'm saying. Is he's going to gain popularity like that if he catches. But on that's TV. what I'm saying is that it goes back to the saying, which was the point I was trying to to get to, is that there's no such thing as bad press. There's no such thing as bad airtime. And mm. why I was saying they might have learned their lesson from Trump in 2016 mm. is because once the Trump's media attention from that 2016 election cycle all through his presidency, once that became like them attacking him instead of just like laughing at him um that seemed to strengthen him there yep. was almost nothing positive about pure trump opposition. on the mainstream media yep what was that pure opposition oh no, there was making that yeah no that there, there was force. there was nothing positive about him overwhelmingly mm-hmm. speaking um in the mainstream media during mm-hmm. that election no unless you're talking about fox that exactly but mo- that, was that was the only one um and, you know, a lot of people really don't and didn't trust Fox. But that proved that just because they were, like, overtly trying to, like, demote Trump and not promote him and, like, try and, like, help hand Hillary the presidency, hmm. that didn't work. So they may have learned their lesson that, well, putting this guy on TV is not going to help him. Not for their Giving interests. him the airtime yeah. is still helping him regardless. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why... Back to RFK, just they're staying them. 20 feet away from him. Mm. Just call them conspiracy theorists. Exactly. But even away, but yeah. even that is like you're giving them airtime. If you just don't talk about them at all, people don't that's know what, That's how I feel about yeah. it. There's no good way about it in the internet in the no. internet age. No, once there's you, not. Once your name is spoken on that TV, like that's it. But then like where else it. do people talk? Social right. media. And that's right. where you can start to make arguments about potential censorship coming into play. Right. Um algorithms not you know suggesting Mm -hmm. things or whatever i think that goes into like into like the next conversation we want to have and how invasive is tech going to get into our lives in general like you're seeing this new innovation with ai ai is taking over almost every industry yeah at least when we're talking i think we even talked about last time we talked and it's advanced miles ahead from when we last talked too yeah right Um, so but 
how are you feeling about that portion as well tying back in? Um, it's interesting. I don't, you know, I think AI in general mm. is a double-edged sword. Uh, I think it really needs to be harnessed so that we're using it positively and efficiently and not mm -hmm. in a negative or maladaptive way or a way that puts others at, you know, a, an unfair disadvantage. Um, Absolutely. Yep. And I think making it so, like, you don't have gate access mm -hmm. to certain communities that can get it and then you start, yeah, you start having to fish down rabbit holes. Yeah, when, Ex exactly. Um, yeah, when it's clear, like, if I had gotten in early enough or paid enough money, I would have access to the same stuff you do. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it should be loving, a level playing field in yeah. that regard. But as far as <clears throat> how far big tech gets into our mm -hmm. life... Um, I find it very invasive the way it is now, and I don't see that improving. Hmm. I don't see how it could get get any better than how it is. So what does encourage me is that there does seem to be a lot of talk about and concern expressed for privacy on the Internet Good. recently. Um, just in general, like people seem to be more aware of what Facebook and Google and YouTube track, collect, mm. even your iPhone, um, especially your iPhone, people seem to be much more aware and concerned Good. Um, with that now. And, you know, people aren't going full conspiracy theory on it, but people just, it could be something as simple as they don't want their internal data being, like, their just, internal just device storage. Sent to everybody. Or no, 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 just like their device storage, mm. storing that stuff. To, to send to Google or Apple or Facebook or whatever, like, after a while, that could take up a lot of space on your device. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I, I know I don't want that. And then, you know, there's a lot of other people that are concerned with that too. But other people are just like, well, why does Mark Zuckerberg need to know this? Or why does Bill Gates need to know that? Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, they're not going full conspiracy theory, but, you know, they're asking I questions. I think it's fair. I've noticed yeah, people are, like, fair. actually starting to ask more questions about it. It's kind of what I'm getting so let me let me change this before we jump on. So, with AI, weird question: How many people do you think are aligned to their boss about using AI so that they can basically keep their job or keep their hours up? Probably everyone who says no. <laughs> Honestly, but I, I really think it's a good number. Attention. You think it's a good number? Oh, or yeah. You think they're trying to collaborate with their boss and trying to make it like? If I know well, are people there... that work in offices well enough or people that work in that environment, like they found out about AI months ago, maybe even years ago, they're making it work for them and they're just <laughs> sitting back. <laughs> so I, I, I don't really follow corporate and all that. So are there... I don't either. I don't are know. there, but like, are there people, like bosses saying that you can't use AI I don't know. for this. That's why it's totally hypothetical. I was curious yeah. if you think it, what you would think. If this I'm is, from the perspective a, of an employer, I'd be fucking pissed. Right. If I was paying you, oh, you'd be, you know, and to and do you that, you're getting. I'm paying you like ducked. three times more what I should be because right. you're using, you know, <clears throat> a quarter or a third yeah. of the time that. But what if it makes it more productive amusing. though? It will it certainly could, but, but that but did. that also. What if he made himself so productive? This is why I want to have this conversation. But you're not being productive if you have downtime that much downtime. But he he he's been working with it so long. He's got it set where it does all his work for him. Well, then do more work. 
And that's when he you does increase already. your productivity. But he does already. He does increase productivity. He just but you're not increasing productivity it. if you don't do more work. Computer's doing it for him. AI. Well, you're still going to have to program something. Yeah. yeah. He's just watching it ride. <laughs> well, you can't just watch it. You can't watch it ride constantly. Because Dude, I'm just messing comes, with you. I know. I'm just, but no, but it's a, it's an interesting cycle to talk about because... I'm, I, you know what I'm saying. You, I do know what you're and saying. Especially if but you, you're going to have to keep adding to it. So I like, do think there you is... Could do, you could certainly do more tasks, but you're going to have to kind of keep hands on What I will say is, and I, in the experience that I've had so far working a few different jobs, there are definitely people who are over well overqualified for their job. And they... Oh, yeah. In... One of the key, well, I started really bad. One of the key aspects of that is like IT. Like yeah. guys who are so overqualified with their coding skills or their ability to fix whatever, they do whatever they have to do in five, 10 minutes, maybe even make it look like it took them longer. No. And meanwhile, they're back building million dollar businesses or helping million dollar businesses on their off time. Making some real money. Yeah. On company off time, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, th- that is something that I have. That is something that I have seen, and I do think that, um, yeah, I don't know. As a business owner, how upset can you get? I will say when you talk to, but that's I'm I only talked about that perspective yet. From the employee perspective, I didn't we didn't even get there yet. Sure, but but no, but when you talk about it from the employer, you can only get so upset. That, but if I'm, that was what came out of my conversation going higher up the ladder. But basically, if you're if, if you're basically. in the process of sitting there watching it do something, I'll consider that productive time. Right. But if say there was that's like interesting, that's th- an interesting take. Okay. But, but if you're taking your your total attention away away from screen, basically. Well, if it's if it if it's not doing something <laughs> that you told it to do, yeah, I wouldn't say that's productive time. But say if I give yeah, you, if, you did if I give if I give you a project to do yeah. today, and then yeah. like so say without AI. Right. One project would normally take one day, say, right? Sure. Um, if I say, oh, okay, tomorrow you need to get X amount done. Mm-hmm. If once you get X amount done, after that, when you could be doing more, if I'm paying mm-hmm. you and you're doing nothing, that's when I'll have an so issue. So here's, here's what I'm talking about before we move on, because we should. But you built code, not even AI, because at this point, AI is just code. But Yeah. You built code five years ago. That code today is doing your recurring tasks today, right now, yeah. while you sit on your phone and scroll. But it's doing the same work your coworker is doing, typing right now. Yeah. You deserve to be fired while you're getting Why more. Why would you deserve, deserve to be fired? That's what I'm saying to you. You would. You're away from screen. That's you're not I'm paying attention. No. You're. But it depends what, on what the computer's doing. But what you put in five years ago is still working its way up. Well, you're going to have other things to do. But you're just scrolling, looking at tids. Well, 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 no, because... (laughs) That's what I'm... You have... No, 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 because, like I was saying, you can have recurrent things. Right. But then, well, like I was saying before, it should open up your time to be able to do more. Right. So if you just have one... And that's what I'm saying. If you just have have one recurrent thing to do every day, and you have no, that kind of downtime. Not. Maybe it's 17 different, but he built 17 recurring bots. Like, And then you'll therefore have more to do every day. <laughs> okay. So you're fine with it. Realistically, at the end of the day, if he built bots that good, you're fine with it. It, de- it depends if you're... If they got the tasks done. If you get the tasks done yeah. that we need done. Yeah. In the day. And then you, didn't, you wouldn't mind if he's sitting back watching his robots do work. 
watching Tit. If he builds, if, <laughs> if everything we have is built, then sure. <clears throat> that's I love it. Next, that no, I, that's actually an interesting conversation. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Cut I got it. to the bottom of your brain. Took took a little digging. Ah, yeah, I know something to think because. There's a difference to me, like I was saying, yeah. between sitting there with this doing nothing. Right. Like if, if say it takes you six hours to do what you would normally do in a, mm-hmm. an eight-hour day, mm-hmm. and for the last two hours you're sitting there and nothing's going on, that's when I'll have an issue. Right, but I understand what you're saying. Totally different. Totally different than what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what you built up years ago <clears throat> is As long now, as it still works, but yeah. you're going to have other shit to do is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Or maybe you're just playing it off. That's well, what I'm saying. The you boss, might have... Well, at that point, from an employer's perspective, <laughs> a boss is going to figure that out and say, okay, thanks. You hope so. A lot of them wouldn't. I don't Why think, not? I don't think a lot of them would figure it out or care to figure out because their <sighs> employee is productive enough for their pay rate. Well, at that point, that, that makes sense. employee, it's not the employee doing the work. The employee doesn't own the rights to that code. It's making it make money for them now. It doesn't matter. I argue completely on his rights until that employer fires him. Basically. Uh, And if it's on a company computer, no, it's not his code. I'm all for it. I agree. Company computer or not, if you're doing the task for the company, it's still not. It could be my Mac. I still don't think it's his code if he's using it. Like a company email or whatever. Um, No, like if he's not being productive, meaning if, if there's time where he could be building something else mm-hmm. um, while everything else is running in the background. Um, yeah. Theoretically. He should, so basically, he, if he finishes today's work yes. at 2 o'clock, yes. he should be using the last three hours to start tomorrow's work, is basically what I'm saying. Right. And start building and, up. And that's all it is. Yeah. That's start all Start building up that. Yeah, and then start yeah. compounding, so, right? So then mm-hmm. the next day you'll have, you know, you'll finish that three hours and move on to, to day Another two. Another project. That. Exactly. Yeah. So while that's running, so if You're talking about being a productive human being, my yeah. brother. So if there's definitely, if there's, if there's nothing there, I say go for it. Fucking love it. Next part, dude, I'll be honest with you, randomly generated a list. Yeah. See what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, I kind of perused it before just to make sure. But... What we had first, at least on my list here. So climate change that's been going on, the talks at least, have been going on for years. Okay? Or some what, form of it, yeah. Now, what I want to talk about is specifically how it's hitting us in New Jersey. At least us in the industry I'm around all the time. So you know that they've passed bills that are at least going into effect in 2024 where basically all small equipment has to be battery powered now. Interesting. Yeah. So stuff that's homeowner bought, I believe, like if it's like grandfathered in, but if it's business use, it has to be battery powered. They wow. might have they might have pushed it back, but wow. it was originally twenty twenty four that was voted in, I believe, in twenty twenty one. So was that the same bill where gas stoves are going to be banned by like? 20? No, that's like that's a new bill. This is stuff that's like finally coming up. Oh, that was, that was already in like originally passed? with when Murphy was like originally passing that slew of dog shit after he got voted in that time. What the fuck? Yeah. So my question to you is: so now climate change is coming in 
and not in the way that we thought it's coming to affect our lives at least daily life for us we're gonna in at least in california you know move from new jersey for a sec california you're not gonna be able to buy a gas car in i believe eight years yeah now yep. you know what kind of ramifications are you looking at for the economy or at least how do you look at it do you do you see it as a negative as a positive what do you we're not enlightened we're not super uh, smart individuals, but we're both kind of in the trades. What do you think? I'd say so. I'd say that's a fair estimate. Have that trade mentality. Yeah. Um, first, I want to start by saying that that is very invasive legislation that mm. New Jersey has apparently passed. Um, I don't like that one bit. Mm. Um, and that kind of drastic change, funny enough, while you were talking, I was going to say this, but um, so basically, what I'm saying is that the legislation regarding climate yeah. change, and like what it's supposed to be uh, representing, it's affecting us more than actual climate change itself. That's where I was getting. Yeah, that's basically exactly where I was getting, and that's what I want to start bringing up with the show because now that it's hitting us like we're not looking at climate change to me like our july has been pretty light like our august is not 95 and yeah dying outside it's and our like winters 89 have still been cold um yeah not a lot of snow but cold cold and, and not a lot of snow and our it's rain's great. coming in the winter or in the yeah, rain's coming exactly in the summer so season. i mean so <clears throat> it's certainly true now that the legislation and all the laws that are going to be passed are going to affect us more than climate change actually is going to affect us. Like, right. So like the laws for climate change are gonna affect us, our everyday life more than climate change is gonna affect our everyday life. Right. Regardless of how many times they try to sell the narrative that don't buy a house on the sure. on the coast or you know whatever it may be. Um, Let's think a little more logistically though, you think the grid's even gonna be able to take that load? What load? So additional electric vehicles within the next 10 years, it's going to be mandated. Well, then, yeah, it is going to be mandated. And then well, right every now, single small engine is now going to be, instead of gas, is going to be gonna electric. It's going to have to be battery powered. So in short, no, there's, there's no way. Um, the way the infrastructure's structured Set up now, now? No, there's no way that the power grid would be able to take that sort of demand uh, without failing. What are you going to put more stress on? Um, are you going to put more stress on renewables or are you going to put more stress on... You mean emphasize renewables or... Um, no, I, I'm saying if you tap the energy grid to its limit, yeah, I'm asking you a question that I already know the answer to. What's the question? The question is what type of fuel are you going to start using more of or what type of energy are you start using more of? Renewable You're going to have to start using more renewables, which is what they... Not renewable. No, uh, not uh, renewable. Wind, no. solar, uh, geothermal... Well, that stuff's not going to push it. You're going to have to start burning more coal. You're going to start burning. You're going to have to push push everything to the max in order to. You're going to be opening up all this stuff. Well, they're going to do everything down. but dig coal, or oil. If, inevitably, if you're going to run out of materials. You're not going to be able to build these. You're not going to be able to build all of these solar panels. You're not going to build all of these wind turbines without having having the materials to do so. I agree. And getting access to that energy and that power. I agree. And you're going to need to do so via fossil fuels at or, the end of the day or create an illusion that you could do that too that non-renewable or renewables are the only way forward 
And well, that's what they're trying. Yeah, because they're trying to emphasize it. So right, but what happens They're going to try fails. and suppress coal, and they're not going to dig coal. What happens when that fails? Because it fails. It can't. It can't. I agree. Right, so working in a solar company, and this is before we go take a break, working in a solar company, what they'll always fail to talk about is the fact that you have a massive difference between the amount of power you're going to produce in the summer months to the months during the winter yeah. or even the fall. Yeah. So you have that decrease decreasing amount of power and where is that going to come from when you start like like anything when numbers get big when a city gets big what do you start doing you start estimating based on numbers mm -hmm. right so the numbers need to be good and factual yeah so when you're talking about expanding for this community okay well we're going to have to allocate for enough electricity for x citizens yep. what does that mean we're going to have to put this much more stress on the grid yeah well if seven months out of the year you get x sun and the rest you get Y sun, right? You're not factoring in all of the rest that has to go into it, right? So what happens during, you know, that five month period where you have 60 to 40% less sun? Well, you would, less power you would supplement with other, other ways. Correct, which mostly would have to be fossil fuels, right? In reality, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I think they want to probably create an illusion where, oh no, we just need to build more solar. In order, in order to create just the build more surplus. where and it's so it's oh, getting so horrendously but, ugly. I, I agree. But that's where that's I what think, they're going to try and say. But that's where I think in a perfect world, that's where I think our public is getting to now. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody's starting to say, "Well, what the hell is that? You're going to rip off a whole mountainside of trees?" But no, there's, to go there's put people in. that still think it's a great. Oh, thing. I agree. Trust me. Oh, I you agree. There, you drive around, there's climate signs everywhere. I agree. And this, yeah. I agree. Um, the ideal world, and what I would, I'm not against renewable or. or renewables mm -hmm. i'm not against them at all i encourage mm -hmm. them i want mm -hmm. them to be here um they're very valuable but um yeah we just got to do it well do it smart like and, and also don't avoid nuclear i think is the biggest question and yeah that's another one too and that's one of the renewables i was talking about but um i think it should be a supply of everything it should be it should be fossil fuels coal uh, oil, you know, natural gas, and then also supplementing with wind, solar, geothermal, mm. nuclear. If by having our power come from all those sources, it'll like it'll make energy cheaper. Start spreading out. Yeah, give it a little bit more supply. I yeah. agree. All right, brother. Let's move on. Take a little break. All right. <laughs> yes, we were. That at least brings me right into <clears throat> the next part, which is: Do you think that we? We've been hearing about infrastructure reform for the past, well, I would say even through Trump, past through Biden, yeah. through oh Biden, through oh, Biden, Biden, through Biden, through Trump, through Obama. I think through Bush too. Infrastructure has always been a, just a word floated around. There's always been a lot of money allocated to it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I go Route 80 all the time, and it's always carved up. Yeah. Roadwork signs out the ass. Yep. I think at least can we agree? I I hope some of this money actually sh starts showing up in the electric, at least the electricity market. Yeah. Like we need to see a better investment on our electric grid, especially if you're going to keep forcing all of this legislation this, yeah, down on us to create more demand in to. the power grid. You have to, and if you're not, you're going to have to start supplying a lot of rebates for getting this equipment that you're going to force us to buy. 
You're gonna have yeah. to give us a lot of rebates, and yeah. when the when the equipment fails. Sorry, had to skip that. We'll just act like that didn't happen. We'll just act like that didn't happen. But uh, so yeah, you're in agreement. You hope that they can give a little bit of money into this. Have you seen any infrastructure like actually coming into like your town or like big investments on roadways around you that actually turned out good? Like so, public infrastructure. Not really. I mean, yeah. especially in New Jersey here, um, there's always road construction um mm. so that you know kind of causes i mean m more of a need for infrastructure but no because the way that i've been driving the roads i'm sure you saw it coming to the monfield the whole main road is ripped to shit yep yeah it sucks driving i mean actually right day. right outside my house they were digging holes and like putting new gas lines in today it so sucks driving in new jersey everywhere it dude and it's like i hope you guys are like partially at fault for some of the damage you're causing our vehicles at least <laughs> it's yeah. getting ridiculous dude um i don't know other than that did you have much else that you want to talk about other stuff that i had on our sheet is stuff that i've belabored so much like i don't even want to talk about yeah we don't gotta uh, bore people with the repeats uh yeah i mean one thing i do want to talk about is did you get to see sound of freedom so i got no. to talk about it uh, on my solo show, but I didn't get to talk about it with anybody. You didn't get to see it at all. Didn't see it. Are you? Are you? Don't going know to what see it's it? about. Are you going to see it? I don't know. I don't really go to the movies. Oh, I wouldn't go. I would wait for it I, that's to what I come to the stream. Do. Yeah, but you might watch it. So I'm not going to spoil it. I no. I hear about it, and like everyone's like, "Oh, Sound of Freedom, Sound of Freedom." So I don't know. What is it like? Uh, oh, it's just. I think it, it documents like, like the United States Revolution. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Sounds like a... It deals a lot with the human trafficking issue that's going on now. And oh. it basically explains how most of the operation today is working, how it's become a slavery operation, how there's more slaves today than any moment in human history. And That's unbelievable. Yeah, so I think it's a movie worth watching and a movie worth spreading. And the fact that you don't even know what the idea is about and you're conservative leading person at least that i know um yeah it goes to show like there's a lot of people still out there that don't know about this movie or what kind of impact it's having and can have so i highly suggest at least recommending it to people that are not so aware of how bad the situation is across the border this is going to be a netflix and chill kind of movie well i took gia but that doesn't huh. mean you should yeah, but it was a movie that, that you like vibe to, and like shit kind of goes down with your girl. She's like, "Oh fuck!" I'm, I'm telling you that. Or is this not the movie for that? It's not the movie for that. Uh, uh -uh. Not a, not there's a, a lot cuddly. of pedophilia. Well, I mean, but you'll get what if, what you'll get cuddly. That? No, you'll get cuddly. Okay. Well, then yeah. Well, then or you, what if you're into that? For you. You're using her as a scapegoat to do stuff. Then well, the movie's for you. <laughs> there's some. Up stuff. There's how do, so how do we know it's real? Huh? How do we know? Well, lot, the whole these aren't just wackos. The whole story is Disneyed. The so whole it's fake. No, it's based on. It's based on the whole thing is actually true. But the two kids they decided to make up obviously were anonymous. That they made up a story that sounded good. That makes sense. The whole operation, the guy, the the. I don't know. 
I don't know if it was Homeland. That guy is real. His whole operation, that was real. The sting, that was real. There's pictures of it. Like, But the two kids, like the love story that you end up like, oh, that was such a, like, those two kids are heroes. That was all fake. Like, the one thing that's real is the part that I cared about, which is the detective that went out of his way that pushed boundaries to try to infiltrate the operation. That was all real. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Probably when I uh, when it comes out on streaming, I Sounds highly like something recommend. I'll it. Be, like, interested so in the story behind that, before we move on to anything else, story behind that is that Disney had that movie years ago, and they they didn't want to publish it. Really? For themselves, yeah. They sold the rights or or just dropped it. Yeah. Interesting. It was filmed and everything. You wonder why Disney would want to suppress that? Mm. Well, they probably know things. They might be we don't say things here on the regular podcast here, my friend. They don't know. We don't say things here on the regular podcast. <clears throat> um, I mean, dude, I didn't really have anything else that I wanted to talk about today. I got most of it off my chest. It was fun having me back in here. How do you like Thank the studio you. so far? Looking great. Yeah? Better every time. Feeling, every more, time. feeling more like home. More like home? More like home. All right, dude. Well, I think we got a little bit of work to get done. I think so. Let's go make it happen. Let's Bye. do it. Right,